0: Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm joined today by my ringer pal, Rachel Lindsay. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Juliet. So happy to be back. Great to talk to you. Um, I'm very familiar with your, your ringer podcast location because we do videos of higher learning. Your show what, on Tuesdays and Fridays doesn't look like you're in my, your Miami apartment. Where are you?
1: I, it, you're right. It doesn't look like Miami. <laughs> um, I'll just say I'm in a secret location.
0: Okay. Okay. Like Interesting. That. I see some Spanish tile on the ground behind you. Interesting. Juliet, <laughs> Interesting. you could have been a detective in your other life. <laughs> um, this is the first time we are speaking since the news came out that this season is what I am referring to as Klesha's season. It's Claire and it's Taysha, and it's thrilling. Rachel, you talked about it on Bachelor Happy Hour and on Higher Learning, but I just want to talk to you about it. How are you feeling about Taysha? Being the bachelorette this season along with Claire and just like I won't make you say it but the basically Claire season will unfold I think I, I think Ben explicitly said on this podcast that she did the bachelor for tw- or bachelorette for 12 days so we'll get the TV equivalent of tel- 12 days of Claire and then we'll get a season of Tasha. Um, So what what do you think? I love how everyone's
1: being so open about it. When I did not know Ben said that,
0: everyone's being so open about it. While I'm
1: for the first time ever actually tiptoeing around whatever this (laughs) is, I've never done that before. So I know that ABC or Warner Brothers hasn't made a specific announcement, but at this point, it's like we've seen pictures, yeah, you know, like so it is what it is. So I'm just going to speak in the sense of the rumors and the pictures that we've seen. I'm excited. I mean, I've even put up a post, so it's like I'm embracing it. We
0: know I, where you stand. You're yeah,
1: in. I'm into it. I'm excited. You know, when I when I started this whole bachelor thing, all I wanted was diversity, inclusion. We're getting Tasha. We're getting Matt James. You know, if the Claire rumors are true, it's an interracial couple. I think it's great. I think Tasha's is going to be a great lead. I don't know if. I think she's a lot better off now than she would have been coming right off of, off of Colton's season. There's something mm-hmm. about taking time away from the franchise, having another Bachelor relationship in Paradise, where now I feel like she's going to be great as the Bachelorette. And I'm excited to see what she brings to the table. And I'm not into the whole—because, you know, so many people write me and they're like, aren't you mad, sis, that Tasha's not getting a full season, that we're getting another Black Bachelorette, and, and half Hispanic, I should say, too— and um, she's not getting to travel, and she's getting Claire's men. And I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, we got Tasha. This is great. They could have chosen Tia. They could have chosen Christina. You know, there are other women to choose from, and they didn't. They chose Tasha. So
0: yeah, I'm happy. I'm I'm excited too. Also, I think that being at the La Quinta and Palm Springs, which is rumored, is a plus. Like, I think that is actually good for the show i i really liked the part of listen to your heart that was just them in the house in the valley and i like bachelor in paradise so I actually think it works well when they're in one location it adds like kind of like a real world element to it where everyone's like stuck in the same place and i don't know i think that's actually a plus i what do we need the locations for and actually when i um did my own countdown of best okay (laughs) i want to hear why because when i did my my countdown of best seasons ever um or most, sorry did the most dramatic seasons ever back in december 2019 before the bachelor is doing what they're currently doing take notice um <laughs> i i like included the locations in my ranking i was like did they go to cool places and then rob mills is like why do you care about the locations like whatever it shouldn't be a part of the factor and so i'm actually i'm interested to hear why you think that the, the locations and the travel matters it's more for
1: the contestant, not for the viewer, because you go stir crazy staying in one place. I, I mean, I had an allergic reaction literally to the mansion the last day that I was there. Yes, my eyes got puffy. I was swollen. It was so bad. And I remember I couldn't even do my interview. And they were like, you're actually leaving today, so you're going to be fine. I hate the mansion. And I literally was going insane. So I feel for the people that are here because there's not much that you can do. There's not a place that you can go. At least when you're traveling, even if you're in a hotel, you get a different experience. You get a dark day where you get to explore. It's for the sanity, I think, for the people on the show. It has nothing to do with falling in love. Like, yeah, it's romantic and it's beautiful, but like the feelings are there regardless, not just with the location. Um, yeah, I'm convinced Claire got out of here so quickly because there was no travel. If Claire <laughs> was traveling, she would have not <laughs> ended the season early. She would have wanted to go with her lover, whoever it may be, to, you know, different countries and cities. And instead, like, it's hot as hell in Palm Springs. Oh, you know, my God. Like, I look at the weather. on every date. It's like, you, I,
0: like, if I found my man, I'd be like, peace, I'm out. Yeah, seriously, it's kind of like an NBA. I feel like the, the teams that don't have a chance, they're like, "We're out. We're leaving the bubble." Like they're like they want it. They like if they don't have to be there, there's no real reason. They're like goodbye as fast as possible. Exactly. But Orlando and Palm Springs in the summer are like two of my top places to not go. Like, <laughs> like oh my god, the weather alone just so absolutely brutal. I could not deal with it. Ugh. I don't get it. I don't get why people
1: love it here because as people describe it, they're like, "It's you get in the pool." You get drunk and you go back in and
0: sleep. You eat, pull sleep. You could do yeah. that anywhere. I, I feel the same way. I've always found Palm Springs super boring. I do not get it, but whatever. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I, I'm Claycia. I, I'm excited. I also just like, I like when they go off format and I like when they have to innovate and iterate. I think the show, like as just pure television, the humans aside, which like, obviously we want the best for Claire and for Tasha and all the mm-hmm. guys who I don't know yet, but Um, when that, when the show has to innovate, like it's better television. Like I'm excited to see what they have up their sleeve. I'm
1: excited to see the transition. Like, are we going to get a sit down between Taysha and Claire? Like, how is this going to happen? Do the men come right back out the limo all over again? Are they, I just, I need to see how she passes the baton. I think that's what I'm more excited about.
0: Plus there's so many other things that like come up the people. I mean, first of all, why is everything so photographed? Like, can't they do a better job keeping the paparazzi away? I've seen so many pictures of Tasha in freaking in bathing suits and a sports bra all over Palm Springs. <laughs> There's like they're being hounded.
1: I, I've been to the La Quinta before. I actually had a date with Peter there. Oh. And it's super. Yeah, our one on one was there. And cool. it's super spread out. I don't know how people. It's like somebody from the from the staff is leaking it, obviously, because I just don't know how it, it could happen. There's no paparazzi.
0: Oh, wow. Interesting, <laughs> interesting. Uh, um, <laughs> I've seen a lot of pictures of Taisha. We saw the pictures of Hannah Ann, of Sydney, of Jared and Ashley. Like just so many people coming. Sydney? In. Which one? Which Sydney? Latuaco, not oh, okay. Sydney High Tower. Sydney from um Colton season.
1: Wow. I didn't realize that many people had come down to Palm Springs.
0: I'm just like, I, I, I think Becca was seen as well. Like, your Bachelor Happy Hour co-host. Like, there's just so many people coming in and out. Um, that also gives me Paradise vibes. I like it. I'm excited. Like, have your friends meet your potential boyfriend. I think
1: it's like, you know, I don't know if they're able to get celebrities to come on this date, on these dates, which normally you would. Yeah. So it's like, bring in Bachelor Nation. Good point.
0: Good point. Can't get Kevin Hart bring in Jared and Ashley. <laughs> Next best thing. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> seriously. Um, another plot point that's come out is that Chris Harrison left the La Quinta bubble at some point to bring his son to college. Love to see Chris Harrison putting fatherhood first. It's very, very sweet. Um, and I I can't believe that JoJo is who is replacing him. I don't know why, and no shot really? to JoJo. I like her, but I wouldn't have guessed that. Like, why didn't they get, like, Ben to do it. Ben hosted the live show.
1: I think that they wanted a woman
0: Mm -hmm. because
1: it's the bachelorette. And I I think it adds a different element. Everyone expects Ben. Everyone thinks that Ben's getting the gig if Chris Harrison ever leaves, which I don't know why he ever would. Yeah. Why Um, would he?
0: He's got a great gig. Exactly.
1: Wells is who people also think. So I just but you never really hear them talk about the women. So I think it's cool that it's Jojo. She's like the quintessential bachelorette, people adore her. She can do no wrong, and I'm excited to see what she brings to the to the table.
0: I like JoJo too, and also because she's kind of stayed out of the, out of the mix a fair amount. Like she, her and Jordan are like kind of pursuing their own thing. They had the CNBC show. Like they're they're very much trying to like cut a path as like a celebrity couple, but not like in the same way that many bachelor couples are. So I feel like we right. are not like overexposed to them in any way. I could use a little bit more JoJo and Jordan in my life.
1: Yeah, I mean, it could have been cool if they did it together, but I like that it's a bachelorette season and it's Jojo. I think that was a good move by the franchise. I like
0: your your fellow Dallas person. So you're probably like just to have to support her based on that alone. Yeah,
1: exactly. I mean, we have a bachelorette chat and we were like, Jojo, Jojo, jo, what's going on down there? You know, like what's well, how is it? And she's of course, she's so humble. She downplays it. She's like, you guys, I'm like struggling and stumbling my way through it. And we're like, no, you're going to bring your personality and flair to it. No one. No woman's ever done it before. As far as I know. So, you know, yeah, she's setting, I don't she's think setting so.
0: Setting the tone. I think it's great. I'm into it. What
1: else is popping off in this bachelorette chat? It's funny because when the announcement or the rumors first came out about Taisha. Tasha's not in the chat. I will say Yet. that. Um, yeah. And immediately, people were like, "Is this true?" Like Claire, respond to us. Send us an emoji. And it's like <laughs> silence from Claire. It was like Claire, please let us know. Are you okay? Is it because the rumors weren't weren't necessarily that she had found someone. It was more like Claire quit. Remember that's how kind of it came yeah. out. Yeah, Claire's done. And so it, we were like, "Are you okay? Send do since let us know something." Send a raven. Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm trying to think of what else. Actually, they're talking about planning a trip right now. The girls are, nice. are talking about doing something in the fall, like later on, maybe when some things calm down. Uh, maybe when Tasha's back and Claire's back and everybody can be together. Clacia,
0: It works really Claycia. well to we put them together. Clacia, I, I was like, or could it be tear? But no, is like more Claycia. fun to say. I, I, I like you. it better.
1: And then you don't confuse things like, Van, my co-host calls her Taisha, and that's thinks no. her name thinks it's Taisha. Yes, he thinks <laughs> it's
0: a better fit. A fit, <laughs> <laughs> knowing nothing about her. That's hilarious, right. though. I, I really appreciate that's hilarious. Um, so, last time we spoke was right after Matt James was announced, and you, you know, still really wanted a lot more from the franchise. How are you feeling about where we are at the Bachelor? Overall, today here we are at the end of August. Matt was announced, I think, like six weeks ago, which like honestly feels like a different lifetime.
1: I I can't believe that's the last time that we've pod because that was the day of. I remember like your
0: text; it's like first thing in the morning, and I woke up fucking early. I was fired (laughs) up and excited. I'm still excited, but it feels yeah, it feels like a really long time ago because it was. Um, and Yeah. yeah, so how are you feeling about the franchise? I mean, it's it's there's just been a lot that's gone gone down.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm still excited about the Matt James announcement. Um, I, I'm i hoping to see. I, I like that we're focusing on Claycia, you know, yeah. and then yeah. we'll focus on Matt. Um, you know, we gave Matt his shine with the announcement. And I know that like that bothered Claire because, you know, we didn't have Tasha at the time, but it bothered Claire because it's like, hey, I still have a season. Hey, guys, I'm still yeah. here. So the focus is back where it should be. But With Matt, I get girls, no lie, DMing me, asking me to either nominate them for Matt's season. I I have a feeling, and I think the show announced this, that they've had an influx of girls trying to be on his season. Girls DM me for that, or they've made it far in the process (laughs) and are asking me. And I'm just like, what do you want me to say? You know, technically, you're lucky I'm not a snitch. (laughs) They're literally like, "Hey, I advanced Seriously. to the next process. What do I say?" So the girls, the ladies are excited for Matt James, and I am too. Uh, the only thing I wish, if I have to say something negative, can you, we you please? Do. Just kidding. <laughs> can, I'm, just, I'm, just kidding. Mean, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm an Enneagram eight, and no, no, I'll say it. I, I, if if there's a spectrum here, I lean more towards hmm. the negative side. You know, I, 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 okay. I struggle with the positivity. You know, that's what I have Brian for. It's my balance.
0: No, you don't. I feel like you bring a lot of light. Whatever. Carry on. Let's hear what you have to say. Um, But if I have to be negative
1: for a second, I wish and I hope that they let Matt James stand alone as Matt James, please. And I like Tyler Cameron. Separate him from Tyler. We get it. That's his best friend. We understand. I mean, even on the greatest seasons ever, it's like we're talking to Tyler. Can we just have a conversation with Tyler? Matt James walks by and Chris Harrison's like, oh, is that our Bachelor? Fuck yeah, it's your Bachelor. And you knew it and you planned it. Like, please separate the two and let Matt James be his own person, stand on his own, and show us all why you chose him as the first Black Bachelor.
0: Please. Please. And I think that they've started doing that, to be honest. Or I don't know, but like they're not being... On Instagram. They're not, like, in Instagram's together that much anymore. So I think, like, Matt and Tyler are starting it. I don't know, but I can't speak they for are. the show. Yeah. Right, right. But,
1: like, they are. I don't mind them being together. They're best friends. Like, that's what yeah. they are. I just don't like that the show keeps attaching them together. Like, let's let's find out who this
0: Matt James is by himself. I wonder what they'll do to, like, properly introduce Matt. Because for the first time in a long time, they'll have to... um do more of like kind of upfront work to get people hyped about him because he's just, you know, he's hasn't been on the show before. Like if you followed the show and you're an avid fan, which is probably like 30 to 40% of the fan base, but not all of it, then like, you know who he is. You're excited. But a lot. I think a lot of people just don't know who he is. So I'm kind of curious, like, what's the campaign going to be? And, like, everything is just so weird because of COVID. So, like, he can't do GMA and then Jimmy Kimmel. I mean, he can, but, like, it won't be the same kind of fanfare. So okay. I, I hope they get creative and, like, you know, they should do a lot of digital stuff. Like, they should have him do, like, a Reddit AMA. He should do other, like, big podcasts and, like, video shows. I just hope that this is, yeah. like, an opportunity to push bachelor press and strategy forward as well. Because I I mean, maybe that sounds like kind of navel-gazy as it's like, that's like our industry, you know, digital media and mm-hmm. press. But I do think that's something that they just don't do because they haven't had to. And I think yeah. with Matt being less well-known, it's like that could be a, a little bit of a change, which I would really welcome.
1: Yeah. No, I completely agree with you. I think their campaign strategy so far has been Tyler Cameron, which is yeah. what they're trying to attach him to. But That's only in the bachelor circle, like you're saying. Like, we get it. We know that. If you're a fan, you know who Tyler's best friend is at this point. I mean, Matt James is very attractive. I think you lead with that. Like, just freaking show his post, his picture everywhere and let people see him. I also think the ABC food tours... Yeah. It's amazing. It shows yeah, a softer awesome. side. It it shows he has a heart. He's dedicated to this. I mean, he's literally this is this is his baby. Why are we not talking about this? I, I just I don't know. understand. It's it it gives him so much depth, I think. And I think if you they need to reintroduce him on Good
0: Morning America. That's
1: what they need to do.
0: I agree. And have like a less rushed, very deliberate like press tour. And mm-hmm. and also on top of that, um, What the work of ABC Food Tours does, like having kids in underserved communities and in public schools go to like learn about food and then also get to eat the food, like has never been more important, like getting kids who aren't going to school meals and kids who rely on food for meals, getting them that food is like a big deal. So like it could be a great opportunity for ABC to get behind that be like, let's partner ABC The Network and ABC Food Tours, like partner to like help kids who aren't getting meals because they're not going to school or whatever. And I just feel that's like there's so, so much there. I think there's like a lot there, and I ho- I hope they take advantage of it. I don't know. I mean, I I am happy that there's been, that the next two leads will be will be black, and as you said, Tasha's also half Latina, and like that's awesome. But, yeah. but you know, there's like there's ways to like keep pushing things forward to like not only reexamine like who's a lead and who are we casting, but other ways as well. So I'm I don't know. I'm I'm like weirdly I I just like I'm not gonna stop watching the show. So I hope for the best, and I'm happy to have seen some change
1: yeah i I am actually wouldn't be shocked if this ABC food Network connection happens because obviously, you know, when you spit out ideas and do things, Juliet, sometimes they come to fruition <laughs> on other networks. So I wouldn't be surprised if that if that
0: happens. It's just comes to just life. my two cents. Just my two cents. Um, I'm I love it. Um, Rach, you get some really nasty feedback on a different note. And <laughs> oh, I'm just yeah. just I'm just curious. How is that? And I hate I hate it when that happens. And I like I haven't been to the same place as you was a long time, but I always want to just give you a hug and be like, how are you doing? Aww. But I feel Thank I you. feel like, you know, you you take it upon yourself to speak out and be honest. and It benefits everyone. I'm just wondering how that's going for you and like how how have things been lately? Well, thank you for
1: checking in. That's so sweet. I, I mean, I I have good days and I have bad days. Like, it gets hard at times. But I'm also, like, a tough cookie. And I don't yeah, know if that's are. just how I was raised. I think it's also just a part of being a black woman. You know, you're, you're told you have to... And I've said this before, and I might have said this on your podcast. You're told you have to work twice as hard for half as much. So you're just kind of built differently. Your mindset is different that, you know, people are... I don't want to say everyone's against you, but just that like you, you're judged unnecessarily sometimes by the way that you look rather than what it is that you bring to the table and what you can do. So you just grow up with a thick skin. I always have. And, and I think that I do attribute that a lot to my parents because my dad grew up a family of 11 on a farm, did not come from much. And all of them- Now he's a federal judge. Yeah. All of them. My dad first black valedictorian in his school. I mean, I got like God denied from UT, went to St. Mary's. Then they came and offered him a scholarship to be um, a law student at University of Texas. I've seen my mom be the first generation, my dad too, actually first generation college student. My mom was the oldest of seven and work her way, you know, to be a programmer then a teacher. And so I guess I've just seen what my parents have done and it's what they've gone through. And it's just given me I don't know. Just really, I've uh, just thick skin, yeah. and so that's awesome. You know, but when it comes to social media, that is something new that I never, you know, as an attorney,
0: you know, who you could know? plan for that too. Like, who could be like our our reality in twenty twenty will be? Everyone has to stay home most of the time, and like you're predominantly interacting with people through social media, many of which will anonymously send you nasty hate. Like that's yeah. insane. That's that's like that's dystopian if you just describe it. <laughs>
1: You know, it, it doesn't get to me when people say like frivolous stuff, like talk about my looks or, you know what I mean? Or like what I wore. That's not the stuff that bothers me. What bothers me is if I'm really talking about an issue and people just don't understand or want to understand. It's yeah. That's the kind of stuff where it stings a little bit because it makes me lose hope in society. And just like, what kind of world are we living in? Those are the comments that really get to me. Yeah. And people just don't get it or or, yeah. or don't want to.
0: What has the feedback been like since you did the PSA on the Bachelor finale? Like, and it's been obviously many lifetimes since that was on six months ago. Can you yeah. believe it? Can you <laughs> believe it? Doesn't, doesn't Peter feel like he's from a different era and that was six months ago? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know. That's I think this people are tired of it. That's what they, they're craving for something new.
0: It's gosh, that was six. Not even not even six months ago. History won't be kind to Peter. No, not even six months. I think like he- Peter's season will like be forgotten to time. It was like su- <laughs> it was just like such a whiff. And the women on it have no second life because there's no paradise, right? I don't think there's a particularly good group. Everyone's like ready to just like move on from that insanity. I will say Madison um is like very much marketing herself and like trying to get into like influencer media stuff. And I'm- is she?
1: I don't pay attention to what she's doing. She moved well, to I LA, she- right?
0: Yeah, I think she has an agent and rumors that she was dating Michael Porter Jr. No evidence really outside of like just the stuff online, but... It's a good catch. She's cute. Good for you, girl, cute. if you got him. He is cute. I, I mean, I, who doesn't want to date an NBA player, you know? Um, <laughs> People who've actually dated NBA players don't want to date them. <laughs> like once you go through that, you're good. <laughs> it's an experience. Uh, well, she needs to go through that. You know, she come, grew up in basketball, but I just feel like Peter season was such a whiff and like we're all just like ready to move on from it but you doing that on tv like almost anticipated some of the like craziness that has ended up in on social media and in your dms and it's yeah r- it's really wild the stuff that people are still like litigating and and like the absence of of a new show and a new season like the one of the hottest topics on reddit is like what's happening between colton and cassie and there's nothing that could happen between colton and cassie that would put me on colton's side so like who cares like whatever <laughs>
1: I mean, it's all to be expected. Like, what I wish is that people would go back, go back to the show we did on Hulu. Do you remember that Lauren asked us how long we thought that they would last? I'm yeah. pretty sure I picked the right month. You did. You just, did. Want, to, I you just did. want to say that, and I, I. The reason I say that is not to harp on the fact that they broke up. It's just more of obviously people know that Colton and I, Colton, you know doesn't like me for whatever reason and i'm not you know the biggest fan either but if you go back to the things that we were saying it's all literally come to fruition like I know. everything and so when i when i see that it, it all play out now i'm just kind of like yeah we didn't we already live this didn't we already yeah. talk about this it's i i you know i've obviously team cassie of obviously
0: <laughs> obviously also like cassie when she took her break after the, after their breakup, like what she did was like sign off. She logged off and she went to protests, and like that's cool. She was like, "I'm going to experience the world and also like participate in a movement." Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know a lot about her, but like for her reset to be, um, pausing on like breaking contracts on Instagram promotion and like taking the time to like be present and yeah. be part of this movement is really cool. And yeah. like, I I am in on Cassie. I you know I I think that's just like. Also just shows like a level of maturity that is hard when you're online all the time. And she's been very respectful about not
1: talking about the details of their relationship. Like, I think that's hard to do as well because there's so many people accusing you of things. or so many rumors flirting around. You just want to set the record straight. And instead, she's like, you know what? We said we weren't going to do that. I'm not going to go on Reality Steve and do a podcast. I'm not going to write, re-release my book and write a new chapter about it. You know what I mean? Like, she's moving on and doing her thing while some people are still stuck
0: in their ways. Yeah, I know. I know. It's pretty it. The whole thing is like just kind of wild. And then and then the reality Steve pod, it seems like it was a whole lot of nothing. Just a lot of talking in circles. You know why? I I listen to it, to be honest. OK, and what'd I, you learn? I, I, I not nothing. And
1: the only reason I listened to it is because I thought, OK, he's doing rea- reality Steve. Obviously, I still don't know what Colton's issue is with me. And he called me a hypocrite. So I thought, okay, maybe he'll like. He'll explain. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, let me just listen to see if I can understand like why you have such an issue with me. Nothing. Um, I Like I was, it, it was a waste of time. There was no new. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to And Nothing against Reality Steve. I think it's a great grab for him. I mean, his podcast shot to the top of the charts. It was a win-win for him. That was a great move. No, there were, The only winner in that was Reality Steve. Yeah. I didn't, not the listeners, because we didn't gain anything new. You
0: know what's crazy? It seems like Reality Steve also was the winner in his podcast with Nick. It seems like people were yeah. like, what's wrong with Nick when they yeah. did that? And I, that's like, I actually think that like Reality Steve is like having a good summer. Like, I, I, for <laughs> yes, <summer>. right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. He, like, that's two big pods off the top of my head. And then, it just seems like he um, has gotten like some pretty like he's still getting his scoops and whatever he still has his birds and I I feel like I was like ready to ca- to count him out but I have to revise that if if people are taking his side on this like tete a tete versus Nick I I'm kind of taken aback by that but that seemed to have been the consensus I only listened a little bit they, I didn't they mentioned. They mentioned me a couple times. I didn't name the po- name this podcast, but I'm just like, come on, guys, just throw me a bone. <laughs> just 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 name it. What's can't you? What's wrong with that? Just I little, didn't... help me out. <laughs> I were, were did you pick a side? Were you on? No, I mean Nick is my friend, so you know Nick, I guess. But like, I sort of I, I try to not listen to too many other bachelor podcasts so that I don't like unintentionally like steal talking points no, or yeah, bits right. or whatever. You know, you have to kind of like do your own thing and then afterwards go back and listen and I just never did. It was really long as well, you know. So yeah. I just was like, I don't know. But uh, Reality Steve is like kind of one of this summer's like in Bachelor Nation like making some noise. I don't want to say he's like one of the winners <laughs> or whatever, but good for well, him. He's he's making waves. He is and he
1: does his IG lives and I think like, I I listened to one of them because I really like Ashley too. Oh and, yeah, um, me too. Yeah, She's nice. I'm a big She's been fan on the show of her. Before. Yeah, I really really like her. And um I was actually chatting with her this morning. And uh yeah. yeah, she's she's definitely one of the good ones. And uh, anyways, so I mean, he's doing his IG live, people tune into that. And I, I definitely have to say that, you know, like he's coming out on top in, in quarantine because you have to watch yeah. and see how people reinvent themselves in all of this. And he to go from getting sued to to getting two former bachelors on your podcast back when people never would have come on reality, Steve, because I'll be honest with you. It's still a problem with the franchise. If you go, if I went on Reality Steve's podcast, I wouldn't be able to do anything else with the franchise
0: probably. Right. Yeah, I know. It's like, it's a no-go. Yeah. But but like, what does that mean for Nick? Does that mean that he can't do anything else with the franchise? I think Nick asked for permission. Mm.
1: And, And maybe that's, maybe that's, and I don't know this, this is an assumption, but maybe that's why he took the approach that he did in interviewing him because it was still very pro franchise you yeah, know what i it mean yeah definitely was yeah for so sure That's I think, interesting and he was in control and it was his podcast not him coming on yeah. as a guest so i think that i i honestly think that was
0: might have been some of his motivation to
1: why he handled it the way he did
0: that's interesting huh he's he's going to come on when his episode airs next week so we'll we'll i'll ask him about it but yeah this the reality steve stuff is interesting i mean He's he is like a real menace, but it doesn't really hurt the show. I would say it arguably helps the show. Like everything like your podcast, my podcast, Nick's, all of them. They ultimately help. They help stoke interest. And yeah, I think that I think that's cool. I mean, I hope hope to be a part of positivity. Yeah, I think that that's what what's
1: happening now is why you're getting so many crazy rumors and things leaking out of La Quinta because they're trying to create a buzz and people talking about the show. I'm convinced that's the franchise leaking all of that stuff out. (laughs) Think about it. People are talking. I mean, Chris Harrison goes to college and people are like, oh, my gosh, is Jojo taking over? Chris Harrison's gone for 14 days. And And it's like that wasn't even how it went down. But everybody's talking about it. Yeah, exactly.
0: I have to say, I think another like winner of this summer is just reality TV. Like if you go to like Us Weekly or People Magazine, like all like the tabloids, there's so little celebrity news that like reality stars just kind of dominate And I'm sure, I'm sure you're aware because you've made it into quite a few headlines, my friend. And, (laughs) and, uh, (laughs) and, uh, but I think that's like a win in general for everyone. Like that's kind of, it keeps, it keeps the shows like moving along. And I I think it's actually kind of, kind of good. I don't, I don't know. This is sort of a ramble. I didn't really intend to talk about some of this stuff, but I just kind of find it interesting that it's a real kind of inflection point for the show with having, Taysha and Matt, and then also just a totally new format for, for Claycia, you know, Which yeah. is at, at the La Quinta, two bachelorettes. I'm super fired up. And so it's just interesting to watch it evolve. Like and, and sort of thinking about like where, how people care about the show and, and whatnot.
1: You asked me and I didn't really answer this question, but like, am I happy with the changes that have been made? Just like being vocal. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I, I started talking and then I did, I wanted to say something else. I probably I, derailed you. So no, carry on. No, it's, it's probably me. <laughs> I, you know, there are a list of things and shout out to the bachelor diversity uh, campaign. I think they've been really vocal. They've done such a good job. The petition was phenomenal. And they really outlined the points that they want to see the franchise make changes. The thing is, is that the franchise is never going to say, hey, by the way, we hired, you know, a person of color today. They're never going to do that. But I think that the push that the campaign had and other people in the franchise being vocal, you got the statement you now have Matt James. I'm convinced that they might not have picked Tasha. you know, when presented with yeah. this opportunity that yeah. Claire gave them, they probably would have picked Tia, you know? Yeah. And I think that with the pressure, with who's qualified, people love Tasha. I think she's going to be the most popular person of color on, on social media. Absolutely. Like, I hope she's so. She's stunning. She's bubbly. Like I can be a little polarizing, mm. <laughs> So I, that's not Tasha. She doesn't come off that way. And I just think that, you know, like, it, it, it'll be, she'll be a great representative for it. And I think she'll really, I think the Bachelor uh, nationers will really embrace her. And, but I do know that in having talks with like EPs, they are making hires of uh, people of color, BIPOCs. Good. And, um you know, whether it be at the bottom, whether it be a diversity consultant, I know that those moves are being made or producers. And so I'm, I'm happy about that, but unfortunately they'll never, you're never going to get an announcement.
0: Yeah. Well, I also think to a certain extent, like put your, put your money where your mouth is, make those changes and let the work speak for itself. And then when, when you're given the opportunity to highlight who your behind the scenes staff are, point to the people who help make a change and make a difference. Yeah. Right. Like let's not only, I mean, Elan put himself in this position, but I feel like who will be the black woman that is as famous and as followed as Elon Gale and no <laughs> shots at Elan you know, but like, let's just have, let's have some diversity in here. <laughs> and I don't know. It's also, I think like to, to your point, and there's a, there's so much work to be done in this country. It's like un, unthinkable. And obviously this is a really, um, horrible week with the shooting of Jacob Blake but i do think just in really sometimes in small ways there can be um change and and i think that like people being so vocal about like wanting the bachelor to change definitely did seem like it influenced them to pick tasha so that's yeah. positive you know i think uh-huh. there's still so much awfulness and um systemic racism to work through and um to be honest you and van discuss that much more thoroughly and thoughtfully than i possibly could on higher learning <laughs> so i recommend you guys listen um but I think, in at least in small ways, it's positive to see something a little a little bit hopeful, while acknowledging there's a very very long way to go in yeah. the, in our nation. So and I think it encourages other people to like
1: reflect and look at what they're a part of, and if they want to be, you know, see change in whatever system they're in, that might not yeah. be, you know, that might be have need systemic change.
0: Um. On just a, a one final note, unrelated to the Bachelor, Dorinda. Fired from the Real Housewives wait. of New York.
1: Wait, 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 wait. Now, I thought
0: she left. I did I thought- not hear that she was fired. This is a shocker <laughs> to me. The rumors I read online are that she was <gasps> fired. Why? She uh, is I my don't know. favorite me New too. York housewife. Me too. I love Dorinda. Very hard to watch Dorinda lately. I'm going to be upset. If it was like a Ramona was like her or me. I hate Ramona. I can't
1: imagine that. Dorinda is so great. Now, she has been a tough to watch these last few seasons. Like she really does seem like she's going through some things. But man, she's great. Well, Leah better not leave because I really like Leah.
0: Well, (laughs) I I like Leah too. I think that they should restart around her, like get rid of everyone and just rebuild around Leah. I'm sorry. Which other franchise would you do that with? Oof, Beverly Hills. Let's restart. Really? Rest- I would say keep Garcelle and like maybe Lisa Rinna. <laughs> you got to keep yeah. Lisa Rinna <laughs> and and get rid of everyone else. Um, I do that with OC. Yeah. Well, they. I think they are kind of like restarting. The like the candy. fact that they brought
1: Gina and Emily back was the worst decision Huge ever. Huge mistake.
0: Huge mistake. I agree with you. Um. Yeah. I. I think I'm gonna binge watch Potomac. I haven't watched oh, any of it, and everyone loves it, so I'm gonna just so... get into it you just like
1: the characters that are on that I'm fired show up.
0: I'll rep- I'm next jealous come on next time you
1: come on we'll do a full Potomac episode do that and then you know now I'm into selling sunset so we can always oh, do that as well great reality great. TV thriving this summer I've been watched the whole season
0: seasons I feel like you and Christine would be a really good duo I don't like her she's mean but I just feel <laughs> like you could like cut I think you could like cut through it and you could get the real Christine I really do I I mean I would interview her. She's not as bad as Davina. Like, Davina's the worst. Davina's
1: the meanest person to be on reality TV, maybe ever. <laughs> the worst. She's a tryhard. Um, I'd interview Christine. But I I you've been talking about Selling Sunset, and I'm yeah. finally hopped on. And it's nice. It's, it's very good.
0: Um, that's great. All right. So you're gonna come. You'll come back maybe like in a month or so. We'll do a yeah. check in, and we'll talk uh, Potomac, for sure. Always great to talk to you. Listen to Higher Learning on Tuesdays and Fridays on the Ringer Podcast Network. Thanks for having me.